Welcome back to another episode of the Aim For You Ladies podcast, where we focus on self-acceptance, our mindset, and living our best life. I'm your host, Sophia Tuckett. Ladies, welcome. Thank you for being here. And please take a moment to rate this podcast on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. Every rating matters and it pushes the content to reach more women like you that are interested in living their best lives, focusing on their mindset and self-acceptance. I have been thinking a lot about where I see this podcast going in the future. Today is the 82nd episode and coming up to 100 I feel like maybe I should potentially have the podcast go into seasons and after the 100 episode we would be moving into a seasonal type of feel with the podcast now what I am gonna do is leave a poll at the bottom Um, if you're listening on Spotify you're gonna be able to fill out the poll just letting me know if I should continue on weekly or if I should move into seasons. And moving into seasons, I'm not sure what that's going to look like yet, but I'm feeling like I should end at 100 episodes, which is coming up early August. And then January of 2024, we will go back into full-blown weekly episodes, continuing with a full year and then going back into seasons. I'm not sure yet. And I think this is a topic that we should all have when we have our 100 episode celebration, which there will be more to come on that. But today's episode, I have Luckney joining me. She's a wellness coach and a Reiki master. And what she's done is taken wellness techniques and tools, and she's moved it into the space with Reiki. So we're having a discussion on Reiki and the importance of silence. There's so much delicious content here. So stick around to the end. Let's dive into it. Tell me a little bit about what Reiki is and how you got started into Reiki? Sure. So um, Reiki is an ancient um, technique. It was actually, it wasn't originated in Japan, but it was um, modernized by a man called Yusui. I can't remember how long ago, but it was a while ago. Um, And it's based on the concept that everything in the universe, including ourselves, is made up of energy um and what reiki does is actually able to tap into your body's energy and ensure that there's no blocks that it's sort of um operating at the optimal level so if you think of how the heart pumps blood around the body the same way um we have a system of chakras which are kind of wheels that are um, located down the back of our spine and these are so-called energy wheels or energy centers and they help to make sure that the energy that is in and around us is flowing um, unrestricted and when you have unrestricted energy you are at your top of your game basically you feel good um, things around you feel good like your life is 
on a high vibe, like they say. Um, however, because of the nature of our being and life in general, um, any kind of trauma, um, bad experiences, bad situations, um, sort of low vibe emotions that we go through on a daily basis can actually get stuck in our energetic body. So Reiki just helps to make everything um, flow again in the correct way. The way I got into it was um, quite unusual because I was a massive skeptic and I have no problem saying this to people. <laughs> I was a massive skeptic of all of this stuff. Um, I have a science degree. I worked in the medical sales field for almost 13 years. Um, and I actually kind of stumbled upon Reiki back in 2015 because um, I was visiting some family in New Zealand and my aunt out there is a Reiki master. And uh, she made me have a treatment. And I say made me because I was a bit like, I don't really want one. I didn't want to be rude. Um, so I lay on her couch, her massage table. She put her hands on me. I was fully clothed. Um, so I say to people, Reiki is like a, a massage, but you keep your clothes on. It's, an, it's a massage for your energy. Um, but yeah, so she put her hands on me <laughs> and I just felt, I just felt like lots of heat and I just felt like a shift. That's the only way I can describe it. I just felt something li get lifted out of me. It sounds kind of weird, but I was like, wow, I feel so much lighter after this treatment, whatever she's done to me. Um, and I was like, I'm not kind of, I'm not, I wasn't drunk. I hadn't been drinking. I'm not like imagining it because it's not something that I really wanted to do. Um, and I wasn't on any drugs or anything, like anything that would make me feel like, oh, something happened and it didn't. So it just sparked my interest. And she kind of started explaining the science behind it all because she knew I was from a science background. Um, and then I always say to people, you know, Reiki is seemingly this woo-woo concept or this holistic healing. Um, but actually, when you think about the science behind it, it makes a lot of sense if you're anything like me. Um, everything in the universe is made up of atoms, um, even like this laptop that we're using at the moment. If you looked at it under a microscope, you'd see atoms, tiny building blocks that are vibrating and releasing energy so everything has an energetic frequency including ourselves including the table chair wherever um the high vibrations low vibrations and what reiki and other energy healing um modalities can do is access higher frequency energy um similar to how cats and dogs can hear sounds and frequencies that we can't um doesn't mean they're not there they're just not accessible to the majority of us. Um, but through things like Reiki uh, and meditation, you can actually access these higher vibrating frequencies and channel it in and then manipulate. I use that word loosely because it's got a bad connotation, but you can actually manipulate and um, dictate where that energy goes. And that's what kind of Reiki does as well. I hope that's answered your question. <laughs> no, it definitely answers my question. You said a lot there. So you keep a couple of times you said that woo woo, you use that term a couple of times. So what do you think people typically get wrong about Reiki that they get that they perceive Reiki as woo woo? I think it's that classic case of what what people can't um, believe or get behind something that they can't see and touch and feel 
Um, it's not really a tangible thing that they're saying that, hey, this is what Reiki is. And it's like in a pretty box with something that you can actually see and touch and feel. Um, although you do definitely feel Reiki, um, but it's more on a personal, emotional level rather than, OK, I've had a Reiki treatment and look at how cool my hair looks now. Um, you know, um, I think Reiki, unfortunately, has alongside um, other energy healing um, treatments and this kind of spiritual sp spiritual world um, and the term spirituality has been kind of um, tarnished a little bit because when people think of a Reiki master or a Reiki healer, they tend to sort of put it in a box of like someone with like a flower headband who wears like hippie clothing and it's all about like love and light and peace and um, kind of away with the fairies. Um, but in actual fact, this is where I kind of come in in a niche because, um, you know, Reiki is used here in the UK in some hospitals now. It's recognised as a, you know, um, a holistic healing modality. Um, I think more so, especially after COVID and the lockdowns where people were struggling with mental health, um, Reiki and meditation became quite popular um and it's it's proven to work again you know because of the the science behind how powerful your mind is um and how energy works throughout the universe i agree um i've never done reiki before but i do have a friend a high school friend that uh, started her own reiki practice a couple years ago and i remember just going for i think a facial and a, a scalp massage and she's like she had done something like some type of Reiki thing to me. And she's like, oh, your chakras are all open. And then she had made a comment that like, I'm good. My chakras are all open. And it, at the time I thought, well, I don't even know what that means. One and two, I feel fine. So if you told me something different, I don't know if I would have believed you anyways. Do you mm. know what I mean? Because mm. I think for me, at least our energy, I believe all, you know, everything you said with energy, but I think our energy is so precious. How do you know you're going to the right Reiki practitioner? That's a really good question. And you're 100% right. Your own energy is the most precious thing. It's essentially you. You, Sophia, are energy. You're not you're not really human your energy in a human form right so when you say your energy is precious it is not only precious it is the most precious thing because that is you um so i always say to people we've got to start learning to trust our self and it's a very it sounds very easy but it's a very difficult thing to do because the way we've been brought up and this, the way society is, unfortunately, um, and has been for a very long time, it is all designed to make the average person feel powerless because that's the way, unfortunately, traditionally, um, people in power are able to control the masses. This is what I believe in this. People might disagree with this, but in my experience, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, this is what I really feel. Um, the power, where, based on science, you know, I'm a very logical person. The fact is, 
the first law of, I might get a bit geeky now, I'll just warn you. The first law of thermodynamics is energy cannot be created nor destroyed. It can only be transferred. So with that notion in mind, this, this thermodynamic law, there has to be a source of energy and that people could call God, universe, Allah, divine source, whatever you want to call it. That is the energy source. And then a lot of uh, cultures believe, obviously, um, that we are like we, we as humans have come from that form that one and God lives within us. The universe is inside us. Everything is inside us because we are energetic beings. And that is, um, in my experience, true. Um, so a lot of people give their power away, give their energy away, un unwinning, unwillingly and unknowingly. Um, and we've lost that power of connecting with ourselves and trusting ourselves because we've made mistakes in the past um, situations and our, you know, growing up, we, we've, we've accumulated all this evidence that says in our brain, oh, you need to like get guidance or you need to like check this and you need to, um, you know, not trust your gut, your intuition. We all have this sixth sense. Again, spiritual, spirituality, we call it your psyche. Science will call it your gut intuition um, or your fight or flight. Um, and that is your internal being being expressed. And I say to people, there's no right practitioner. There's no like, oh, this person, this Reiki practitioner is better than the other. There's no such thing as that because the Reiki is the Reiki. It's not the person. The Reiki is energy that's being channeled. Um, however, you as an individual, depending on where you are in your journey, and just depending on the type of person you are, right, you will feel drawn towards someone for a reason. Now, that's not saying that, you know, you went to someone, you were drawn to them, you were guided to them or something happened and they, you, you crossed paths with them and you had a treatment with them. And like you said, oh, I didn't really feel anything. Um, I didn't really resonate with that person. There's no such thing as a bad Reiki treatment. Whatever you needed for at that time was perfect. You may not have kind of understood exactly what was happening at the time for you because on a subconscious level, you are so used to being in this like like society's reality um, and what we've been told to do that when you're doing something a little bit out of the ordinary, on an energetic level, you might not even be able to kind of absorb that in, in a way that's, that makes sense to you. That if, if I don't know if I'm making any sense here. I might be going off on a tangent. But I always say to people, it's a bit like when you make new friends or you meet new people, you get good vibes. And sometimes if you meet someone who makes you feel a little bit uneasy, that's your intuition. That's your soul energy giving you a warning so just go with your feeling and just try it um I always say to somebody have one session with me if if you like what I'm saying if you resonate with me that's a good sign that that person is on your kind of energetic match don't always go with people who have the most followers on Instagram and Facebook don't go on just because they're you know um celebrity endorsed this that the other forget all of that that is just marketing go with your like just try and tap into your intuition a bit more um and the easiest way to do that is just give yourself 
moment, minutes of silence during the day, even if it's just one minute, sit with yourself and tune into yourself and just see what comes up. And the more you do that, the easier and more trusting you will be of yourself. Does that make sense? It does make sense. I agree. Um, Those moments of silence is definitely a stepping stone to building trust. The second thing is, do you have another tip on how listeners can build trust at all within themselves? Yeah, trusting within themselves, just sitting with yourself, doing meditations, whether that's silent meditations. That's quite hard to do, though, because most of us don't like to be alone. (laughs) Our ego will stop filling our minds with lots of different things. What shall I have for lunch? Mm, Did I put the dishes away? Did I do this? Did I do that? Because the ego doesn't want you to be quiet. Because when you are quiet, when you quieten the mind, that's when the magic happens. People think that, oh, you've got to be like super into spirituality or meditate. You've got to be like a yogi master or a meditation, like a monk in order to like reap the rewards. In actual fact, you just need to be quiet. Be so silent. true. Oh <laughs> my goodness. I can't believe you're saying this right now. I just posted yesterday. I'm actually looking around my room for the book right. and it's such a good book. I think I'm only on chapter six right now, but long story short, I just read a passage and I just posted this yesterday on my stories. I'm actually reading The Psychology of Money. And in that book, there's a section I just recently read where he quoted a poem. I just want to share the poem with you um, and the listeners. So a wise old owl lived in an oak. The more he saw, the less he spoke. The less he spoke, the more he heard. Why aren't we all like the wise old bird? And with my post yesterday, what I had done was I said, I, I took a picture of it. I circled it and I said, be quiet for two hours and just listen right? That may be with your kids, whatever. Just listen, see what comes up. And I I actually had picked up my kids in the evening um, yesterday and I did that. Like we went to the park after they were talking, talking like they're children, they don't stop talking. So I have two under eight. And um, it was funny because as much as they spoke, I was able to listen to my actual response to them, but from like a, a step back, right? what I would respond speaking, but seeing that because I'm not speaking and hearing that, like, does that make sense? hundred so percent. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like really, you're an really observer cool. of your own thoughts. Life. Yeah. Yeah. You're an observer of your own thoughts and your own, it's almost like, you know, in, um, was it the, I don't know if I'm showing my age here, but you know, the wonder years when he would like do the voiceover talking, right. Yes. Or a more, a more um, recent one, never have I ever on Netflix if there's anybody got that show. When she's, like, when they're talking over and you're like, this is what I was doing at school today and this person happened. So that's essentially, if people can start doing that and narrating their day as if they're in a soap drop, like soap uh, sitcom, sorry, I'm trying to think of like the Canadian word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, a sitcom. Um, or if you're on like, pretend someone's filming your a day in your life um and you're just narrating it if you can just do that maybe not for the whole day because it's quite intense but this is where my one-on-one approach comes in I you know do I say to people just do it for one minute first 
And then after that, try and see if you can do it for one hour. Just do one practice, for one minute. And then when you get good at the one minute, do it for an hour. So like you said, one hour of silence and just observe. Just observe what you're doing, what the people around you are doing. Just act as if you're sitting there, just watching and observing. And the power in that, it's so simple because people are like, I could do that. And actually when they do it properly, it's very difficult to do. So hard. But, yeah, but but that's where the magic is. Because you will start to uncover things when you, in your mind when you when you actively sit and actively be silent and still you will uncover the secrets of your soul and i don't say that lightly because that's where it lies in silence you quieten the mind and the power of the universal energy that's inside of you that's when that becomes the loudest but you need to have complete silence yeah. And it's hard to do because we're in such a busy world, right? Like we're so yeah. busy. We're always on our phones. Like you hear people, I hear, you know, friends saying all the time, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. But then I always think like, how busy are you? Like, are you scrolling? Are you, do you know what I mean? Like what's your busyness consist of? Because at the end of the day, you're not a surgeon, like you're not on call to yeah. be at a certain place to save somebody's life. So how busy are you? You know, like our sense of busyness and how much it's increased um, is very interesting. And you know where that's 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 come from generations and years of conditioning, though, because um, if you if you can, um, I think there's a quite a, a famous saying: "The devil makes work for idle hands," and that's been instilled in people from you know, centuries that if you just sit and do nothing, bad things will happen, right? However, now it's like we've become so accustomed to filling our day and our mind with everything that yet now we're striving to be idle. This is a funny thing now. That shift has changed where we've been conditioned to be like, be busy, be busy, do stuff, do stuff, don't just sit around. There is a difference from literally being lazy couch potato to actively sitting in silence with the intention of knowing yourself, discovering your soul and getting in touch with the real you. Because essentially, like I said, we're all energy in a human form. This body that we have is literally a costume. And if you start again, reminding yourself that on a daily basis, I'm just in a costume. I'm just playing a role here because we've just, we've just become this identity from birth, really. We were given a, given a name. Some people believe that your soul chooses your name, but you're given this name. You're born into a family. You, you, you're, you're, you get told, you get conditioned straight away oh this is the role you're playing now for the next for however long you live and we just take it as like okay yeah this is me my name's Lakshmi I'm Indian my parents were born in Africa but I'm my grandparents are from India I was born in England so I'm English and we give ourselves these labels and we just accept it you like, said it labels like me really who yeah is, who, who am I? I I don't know 
I'm still discovering it. And I, I think we will always, majority of us will, will, will never really know ourselves. And that's a really sad thing. Yeah. And it's funny that you said labels. I hate labels. And um, I think I hate it so much. There's multiple things that you said, but the whole thing with labeling, it puts us in this psychological box, right? It, yeah. it limits us. And you were speaking about um, the busyness of, well, we kind of both were speaking of the busyness of the world now. And for the month of April, I actually set myself a goal to meditate two hours a day. Girl, it is so hard. <laughs> so I already, I do my regular and I don't, I don't put on music. It's pure silence, all the things, right? So it's not two consecutive hours. It's an hour in the morning and some point later on throughout the day. It is extremely difficult. That second bit is just, I don't know what it is. It's like my ego, my mind, my body, I'm constantly being irked to come out of it, which I've never really experienced meditating. And I've been doing it now mm -hmm. for like three and a half years. And mm. although I'm not, so I would say maybe it's half, it's almost halfway through the month of April now. I'm, I would say 25%, I've been able to hit my days of two consecutive hours, hour and a half, I can do that 30 minutes. But when I'm getting into that next 30 minutes of the, the hour, I don't know. The struggle is real. Mm. Well, firstly, well done you. Honestly, that is a major achievement. The fact that you have been meditating for an hour and a half. Yes, fine. Your goal was two hours, but give oh, yourself sure. a pat on the back. Absolutely. Right? For sure. Celebrate the fact that you are meditating consecutively for an hour and a half a day. Most people couldn't even manage a minute a day consecutively. Trust me, I'm doing a free one minute meditation challenge every day <laughs> live on Instagram and Facebook. And many people can't even commit to just doing one one minute of meditation a day. The fact that you're doing an hour and a half is amazing. You're right in terms of struggle is real because you're in the last bit. It's it's a little bit, it's basically meditation is a bit like going to a, a gym because Meditation is a, is training your your mind, right? Your your brain is a muscle. It's um it's a mental gym. Meditation is, and you've got to work your way up to it. So this is why I start with very easy, practical tools for people. Start with a minute, master the minute of meditation properly, and then you can get up to a level of an hour and a half. But then when you're at that an hour and a half, that next bit that next step up it's like when you're trying to lift so I did 20 kg chest press yesterday and I was like yes I can do it but literally <laughs> round three I was struggling and now I'm going to be at that level for a while until I can get the next um you know add on another kg on the side or something um but you've got to be patient with it the, the fact that you've acknowledged it um did you see what you were doing there you were like oh I can't do it. I can't do it. You're you're almost um, talking yourself out of doing it. It's true. It's that yet. I need to be like, I can't do it yet. Yeah. Growth mindset. I know. Or, or, not, or even just take the can't out of that sentence. Just say, I'm doing an hour and a half a day and I can't wait to hit my two hour goal. Just take the word, the negative word can't out of it, because that again is imprinting on your brain to say oh can't 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 no I can 
I'm so amazed at myself and I'm so proud of myself and doing an hour and a half a day. I cannot wait to get to hit that two hour goal. And you just keep pushing, you keep pushing, you keep pushing. Because if you sat there and said, oh, I can't do that, I can't do that, I can't do that. What's that going to do? That's actually going to train your brain to say, yeah, I definitely can't hit that two hour mark. So it's also just taking awareness of how we speak to ourselves. Um, and we're so easily, we said, we're so easy to put ourselves down. That's the first thing I heard. I was like, oh, she's 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 getting hung up on the fact that she hasn't met her goal of two hours. She hasn't acknowledged the fact that she's done an hour and a half. But but that's but that's what everybody does. I'm I'm guilty of doing the same thing as well. Oh, for sure. And it's funny that like hearing you like it's it's actually very interesting hearing you say it because like I I preach this. Like I say this stuff to clients. I'm like, well, why aren't you celebrating the win? You know what I mean? So hearing you say it and not recognizing it, like like you said, we all do it from time to time. And um, it's just one of those things, right? You don't recognize the small wins sometimes when you've come so far. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And you know what? I love the fact, Sophia, that you have verbalized that, that like, you know, you say the same, you, you're saying essentially that to your clients but yet you know you've taken that oh I'm not doing it myself you right know? and 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 that's where also I'm really vocal about it's just like look we're human we all need a little bit of a reminder because I see clients as well but there are times where I'll need some healing myself I'll need some coaching myself I need someone to keep me in check right because I'm so focused on my clients are making and it's 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 the classic cases it's easier to help others than helping yourself because we tend to forget about ourselves so um, true and it, yeah and it's it's not and i've had to get out of this mindset and and being me really honest here is like getting out of the mindset of i need to be perfect in what i'm doing before i can help others and 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 that's not always the case you need the right qualifications and you you can't bring your own baggage and, and, and trauma into a client that's not what I'm saying but you definitely need to heal heal yourself to a level where you're aware of okay well today I kind of need to just take some time out of myself but I also need some help with that because I can't do everything I'm, I'm still in a human form my energy might be vibrating at a, 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 a different frequency but I'm still in this 3d dense form and I will slip up sometimes um, and I'm not perfect and, and and it's really difficult especially when you see when you're helping people like clients like myself and you 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 do because um we put a lot of pressure on ourselves yeah and the thing I hate the word perfection like perfect perfection I actually it's funny that you say that because I did um an episode last year and it was perfection or oh that's it progress over perfection that's it I preach yeah. that what is perfection you know what I mean? There is no state of perfection other than the the demands and expectations you're putting on yourself, which are so stressful. Yeah. Shall I shall I completely boggle your mind here now as well? So there's no such thing as perfection, yet there is perfection everywhere. Because you're right in that nothing's ever really perfect, but on the same level, everything is already perfect. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. So nothing is nothing is perfect, but everything is perfect. And I that is that. such a such a weird uh, I'll try and break it down because 
nothing is perfect you're right what is perfection who what are the standards that we're trying to achieve right in in in, in gaining perfection however when you flip that around everything is perfect as it is right now because these experiences and situations and everything that you're experiencing in life is essentially divinely perfect because it's perfect for you it's perfect for the role that you're playing right now and the lesson that needs to be learnt for your energy and your soul and your higher self or whatever you want to call it and even if you don't believe in any of those things or those those words don't resonate with you, I, I say to people, forget about the words that I'm using. If you don't like the word God, if you don't like the word angel, if you don't like the word universe, like replace it with a word that feels right for you then. Because essentially there is a word that describes it that will fit with you and what feels right for you. Don't get caught up in the labels. That's the, There's that word again. Go with what feels right and what resonates with you because that's the perfect thing for you it might not be the perfect thing for somebody else but then that person's not you and that's fine and that's perfect yeah I agree everything is as it should be right ah absolutely perfect but nothing is perfect at the same time Mm -hmm. so what motivates you Lucknee to live your best life right now honestly like I I feel like I finally finally found my my purpose it sounds really cheesy but I'm here to say like I'm 38 years old and I've been I've had it from people that are the nearest and dearest to me have said like oh you're having like a mid laugh crisis this that the other you should have done this 10-15 years ago this that the other I'm here to say timing is time is a not even real we've made it linear it's not even a linear concept I'm going a bit way out there now but I want to show people that at whatever age you're at whatever part of the journey you're at you you can just you can live your best life and I'm here to help people do it because I'm so passionate about empowering people I'm sick and tired of this old way of living that we are looking outside externally for answers for guidance for you know we we sort of worship celebrities like worship yourself man worship yourself start worshiping yourself first and then worship someone else that's just my feeling I, I used to be a massive teeny bopper like I'd have like pictures of like Leonardo DiCaprio on the wall and this you know like all the people I was like obsessed with Leonardo DiCaprio like I'm, I'm just gonna say it and I just now think back I'm like he's just a man right why am I obsessing and worshipping this person and even musicians my mom is a huge Michael Jackson fan massive and I'm like he's great made amazing music but he's just a man if I wanted to, and I went to like musical theatre school and worked my ass off, I could possibly make some good music. Some people are naturally born with enhanced abilities. I understand that. But if you really wanted to do anything you put your mind to, you could do it. You are equally as good as any single person out there. So invest in yourself, worship yourself and and love yourself before loving and idolizing these other people who you don't even know 
So know yourself first, love yourself first, worship yourself first, and empower yourself because the more of us that start realizing that we are powerful, powerful beings of energy. Oh man, I saw I get tingles. Like I just want people to feel that, that they can they can have access to this unlimited power within themselves. You just need to harness it, you need to just tap into it. There are ways and tools and guides and mentors that can help you do that. Reiki is one of them. Coaching is one of them. Just go and try everything because you never know what's going to fit. One size does not fit all. You've got to do a little bit of everything. Just having Reiki for the rest of your life is not going to help you. You've got to do other stuff around it. You know, don't put everything in one basket. But, oh my goodness, that's why I do it. I just want to help people feel that power within themselves because it's there. Everyone has it. Oh, that was beautiful. You said so much and you were so passionate. I feel your energy like through Zoom. <laughs> you were just so on it. And I believe you, like your words were just on point and I feel aligned to everything you are saying. Um, and, you know, age is just a number. You know, the time we do things is irrelevant. Just do it when it's right for you. It wasn't meant for you a decade ago. It may be meant, me, meant for you now. And I recently, like, literally just got approved for school. I started in September yesterday, and I was like, oh, God, I'm going to be 41 going back to school. I have five years ahead of me. All these things. And I'm like, no, shut up, Sophia. That's my inner critic. It's true. Like, who cares? Like, I'm not dead. I'm meant to go back to school. Like, this is what I should be doing, you know? So I, oh fully, I feel like you're like speaking to me on multiple levels today, just reassuring me in a weird way. Cause there's so many family members I haven't even told who cares what they think. I need to get an OSAP, figure out how I'm going to pay for this. Right. Oh, um, you're speaking to me. So yeah. Anyways, everything you said, I'm fully aligned with you on multiple, multiple levels. That's amazing. Um, can I just quickly say something? Firstly, oh yeah, go ahead. Amazing that you're going back to school. I'm so envious because honestly, like I know what you're saying. Flip it around again because I'm just here to tell you, and maybe we're supposed to have this conversation because I've always said I wish I could go back to school now with because I messed around so much in school. I'm like, why didn't I not just buckle down and get my head around? Like I was quite studious up to a point, and then I discovered alcohol and boys, and then my studies went out the window and I just partied too much and like had too much fun and like not went to lectures at university and stuff. And I'm like, damn, if I actually had applied myself and gone to uni later on in life, like in my late twenties, early thirties, I would have smacked, like I would have come out like with first degree, but everything, you know, top yeah. grade because I just, I was like, oh, I kind of want to study now because I, I've got the, patience for it now and I got the understanding of yeah this is actually going to really help me it's not I'm just doing it because I'm ticking a box it's something right. that I really need to do and very few people have that clear vision of what they want to do at such an early age such an early of, age yes you finish high school and you're expected to know what you want to do for the rest of your life straight away I don't know it's, yeah and it's funny that you say that because in when I was finished high school you know what I went to school for at 1920, I wish I had an adult figure in my life that I was close to to say, Sophia, how are you going to accomplish this? Like, just sit and ask me some real questions. I didn't have that. And 
I feel like for my daughters, having those conversations, well, what's the plan? You know what? Don't go. Why don't you just go travel for the next six years? Go do something that's going to support you to grow, maybe a community. How can you be at service and come back, have some life experience, and then spend all this money <laughs> to go to school? Why do we put so much pressure on young generations to know what they want to do right out right out of high school like no credibility in life go travel go live go make some mistakes and then come back and have a clear mind of like you know what I don't like this I like this like who am I have a sense of who you are and this is it this is exactly it because we've been scaremongered into thinking that if we don't get this this the best grades and university degree and college degree or whatever that you're not going to get a good paying job. But this is this is 20th century thinking. We're in the 21st century now. There's been a whole global shift in energy. Never mind what's happening on ground level, on an energetic level. It's all changed completely. Absolutely. The, the, the yeah. universe has shifted, like it's shifting. That's why lots of people now are almost like awakening. You know that term, I'm woke, I'm woke now. Right, yeah. Their eyes are being opened to what is behind all the BS that we've been fed for centuries. It's so true. And it's like, and the one thing, I mean, COVID was horrific. Horrific. Like, I lost my dad. And it was like the worst thing that ever happened, has ever happened to me. And, but in that, the one thing that probably come out of that good is that people have, A, had to be forced to sit with themselves. B, people are just questioning things now because they've been, it's just right there blatant in our faces that things just don't add up. But all I'd say on baseline level is to people out there who are listening to this, please take one one minute of your day. Come and do it with me, nine o'clock UK time. Anytime, you don't even have to, you can watch it on a replay, just Commit to doing one minute of a silent minute meditation and I can help you through that very easily. It's free for anyone. You do that every single day with pure intention of this is my time for myself and I'm just taking one minute. I promise you, you do it enough, it'll become a routine and a habit and your world will start to change. You will start to discover that power in yourself and then you will want to sit there for an hour and a half and do a meditation that will come from a place of wanting not oh I need to do this I need to do I should do this I need to do that no it'll come from hey I want to sit with myself I want to listen to myself but you've got to build that up first it's so true and the thing is an hour and a half is amazing but I've never been this person I am an A-type personality to the T and parenting, having children have put it in perspective and I have a little bit of a temper. No, not a little bit. I have a temper and having a temper, having children and knowing, yeah, no, this is not the parent I want to be. I don't want to be anything like my dad. I don't want to show up like my mom. I want to be me and knowing or feeling the urge to change. That's where meditation came in in my life. So it has to be more than just, I'm going to meditate to try to, do you know what I mean? Like, what is it? Like, what's that pull? One minute, if you are only meditating to just give yourself a minute of stillness, that is enough. That's a big enough why to do it, right? Because at the end of the day, when are you giving yourself that time? Pay yourself at least that one minute. 
and 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 it's it's more than just a minute of silence. It's a minute to connect to yourself because a lot of us be like, oh yeah, I do self care. I'll 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 give myself some time. What do you do? You sit, you scroll in your phone. This is my this is my down. This is my me time. I'll put on a Netflix show. I'll do this. I'll listen to some music. That's cruel, but no one really, or very few people, I should say, would really sit and be like, I just want to sit with myself properly it's like oh I like my me time I like to be alone but what are you doing when you're alone just be honest with yourself what are you doing are you doing the cleaning are you the cooking are you on your phone are you really alone no one really has that time to be alone unless you are you know like you said you're now looking to do that and just carving start walking it out. a day yeah just carving out that time right yeah it sounds like one minute is easy this is why I say like the one one approach is all about giving yourself achievable tasks because if you can just do if you can commit to one minute a day and you achieve that task it's like a tick tick did my meditation today ah! you, you're yeah. feeding endorphins to your brain and you're feeling a sense of achievement ah I accomplished one thing today and that was my one minute meditation and you mm. feel good about it and you get better at it and then you actually start seeing the effects of that one minute sitting with yourself you'll start you'll start uncovering things you'll be like oh where did that thought come from? Hey, that that thought was really the real you. That wasn't your ego now. That was like, and it will feel different. It sounds really weird to say, but it will feel different than just a normal everyday thought that comes through your mind. But that, it takes time. It's not going to happen overnight. And and that's the science behind the one moment approach is like small, easy, achievable tasks done daily. And there'll come a point, it's, it's, you're in it for the long game, that, you know, um I've forgotten the terminology it's not short-term gain you're in it for the long run but but the you know that is that the hare and the tortoise the tortoise won the race you're not trying to look for quick fixes unfortunately yeah it's so true so are you open to doing like a rapid fire I'm gonna ask yeah, you a bunch of it. questions just tell me whatever you feel there's no wrong answer really yeah cool let's do it Okay. What adjective that starts with the first letter of your name describes you best? Loopy. Loopy? Yeah. Yeah? How come? I'm a little bit out there. I say some weird <laughs> stuff. People are like, okay. are you okay? <laughs> okay. I like it. It's different. Self-acceptance is? Loving yourself, flaws and all. Can you say that you do that? I'm working on it. It's difficult. I'm not going to lie. I think with self-love and self-acceptance, again, very few people achieve it fully because if you're continually doing work on yourself, you will still, you'll you'll keep uncovering little things until you really reach. I mean, I don't know if you ever will. I don't know because I'm only, I'm still working on it. I'm 38 years old. I don't know how long I'm going to live, but you go a bit deeper each time and it's really interesting. And it's about like, acknowledging that part of you that you don't really like but it's very difficult to do very difficult it's not easy I'm yeah, not yet facing... anyone who says it's that who said that they've actually done it fully mm -hmm. it's facing the shadow right it's facing the shadow side exactly and um, but I always say this you cannot fully appreciate the light without the dark well, there's so truth to that. You need both. You need both. Everything's in us. We just have to do the work to uncover it. Yeah. 
I'm grateful every day that I I'm grateful every day that I get to wake up and be here mm. oh that's not true sorry some days I'm still working on this I'm not gonna lie after my dad passed away like there was a part of me that just wanted to rush through life not that I was going to do anything silly but there was a part of me that I was like you know what I had some experiences with his energy as well after we passed um because through Reiki you can you can um, connect with people's energy as well so I do Reiki for end of life and palliative care um which I did for my dad um but even after he left the physical um I would I got to connect with him and I kind of got some insight on stuff and it just made me like ah I need to hurry up and do the work that I need to do here in this physical form and then I'm gonna dippity duck and hopefully not come back because I want to learn all the lessons that my soul needs to learn and then I'm just not gonna come back I say this now as a human form but my soul's probably like girl we're gonna come back because we've got us to do but I don't know I'm not putting it out in there out there in the universe but yeah some days it was hard to get up and be, I'm like, crap, I'm still here. But now I am grateful for, every day I wake up, I'm grateful for that. I'm, you know, I'm grateful that I have discovered my sole purpose. I'm truly grateful for that because I've met so many people that don't know. They're like, oh, I'm still searching for my sole purpose. I'm, I'm here. I don't know. I've got an urge but I don't know what it is so I'm actually very grateful that I know what my soul purpose is and it's it's a beautiful thing when you discover it everyone has a potential to discover it don't think you can't but when you do you will be grateful mm. thank you sorry about that. I want to be honest no I love honesty thank you for being so vulnerable that's what we want right before we wrap up I wanted to just ask you do you have a quote or some type of inspiration you can leave us with no one knows the truth about anything no one knows what is really out there what happens when we die what's happening now even our life as it is so don't listen to anyone just listen to yourself because you can't believe what i'm saying you don't know if that's what I'm saying is the truth you don't know if Jesus was telling the truth you don't know if I don't know Buddha is telling the truth you don't know if your mom and dad are telling you the truth the only thing that you know is you so take the time to get to know you and have your own truth that's that's what I can say don't believe anything except for yourself mm perfectly said. Um, I hope that everyone that tunes into this episode takes bits and pieces of your knowledge and runs with it because you've said so much. Thank you for being here. I'm grateful for your time. Thank you so much, Sophia. And I just want to say I, I love you too. And I'm just very, very grateful um, for being a, a guest on your podcast. What you do is amazing. Uh, you have such a beautiful soul and and to anyone, everyone who's listening, you know, you're listening for a reason. Go with your gut, 
go with your intuition trust yourself you are all beautiful powerful beings do not let anyone else tell you otherwise because trust me they will try i'm sending you all love light and blessings to whoever is listening to this and especially to you sophia thank you so much oh thank you Thank you for sticking around to the end. Today's episode is definitely one of those shows where you take what you need and you leave the rest. Sometimes there's going to be things that resonate with you and sometimes there's just not and that's okay. But thank you for being here. If today's show did resonate with you, please share it on your Instagram stories and tag me in it at aim for you consulting. That's aim the number four letter U consulting and don't forget to follow me while you're there ladies if you haven't yet done so grab the ebook the other side of infidelity and if this ebook doesn't resonate with you i'm sure you have a friend or a family member who has faced infidelity and still may be going through the roller coaster of emotions that come with being cheated on if so this ebook is for you or them you can hit the link in my show notes and share that ebook. It would be greatly appreciated. The more women that get the ebook, the more women that can have change in their life on reimagining their future. And if you are looking for a coach consultant to support you with your self-esteem or through infidelity, you are one click away from a consulting session with me. So hit the link in the show notes. You will find my contact link. Until next week, ladies, continue to aim for you and be well. Thank you.